In her mid-40s, Amy, an outdoor enthusiast, felt a lump on her neck in the fall of 2018. When it didn't go away by December, she went to her primary care doctor. After many tests, she learned she had stage 4 lung cancer that spread to lymph nodes and her femur, or thigh bone. She was devastated and scared. Within weeks, treatment began with radiation and a medicine that helps the body's immune system fight cancer. The combination can get cancer under control, but for many people, it causes disabling and stressful side effects. About a month into treatment and struggling with a shocking diagnosis and the many side effects, Amy's cancer doctor referred her to palliative care. Dawn, a palliative care nurse, came to Amy's home weekly or more often and was available anytime by phone. The support from palliative care helped Amy complete the difficult treatments and supported her emotional well-being through the worst part of the journey. When complications occurred later, Dawn returned to help get Amy back on her feet again. This is Amy's palliative care story. Beginning January, I indeed started on immunotherapy, and the first week wasn't too bad. Um, after that, I started having pretty severe side effects. Because I was stage four, he suggested that I have palliative care because of my side effects. He explained to me what palliative care was um, to ease some of my worries, and um, they started within the third week of January. They started coming to my house. Palliative care is specialized medical care for people living with a serious illness. This type of care focuses on providing relief from the symptoms and stress of the illness. The goal is to improve quality of life for both the patient and the family. Palliative care is provided by a specially trained team of doctors, nurses, and other specialists who work together with a patient's other doctors to provide an extra layer of support. It's appropriate at any age and at any stage in a serious illness, and it can be provided along with curative treatment. Depending on where you live, palliative care is available in a number of settings, including hospitals, outpatient clinics, and at home. Let's hear more from Amy about the different ways her palliative care team helped her. She was extremely nice, um, caring, very empathetic, sympathetic, um, would basically do anything for me. Uh, you could call her at all times of the day or night, <laughs> and... Um, even if you were just feeling down about something or another, um, she would call my doctor um, for any problems that I had. They made sure that I was taking the correct medicine at the correct times and um, were available to, if I needed a change, if I wanted to take Advil or Tylenol or something, I had to make sure it wasn't gonna affect any of my other drugs. So calling her she was able to say, no, it's not going to affect it, or yes, it's going to. I suggest you take this instead of that. Um, that helped tremendously. I could actually call her, and she would have the answers. The range and intensity of side effects that Amy experienced made it hard for her to eat or to hold food down, and she was in significant pain. Though once very active, she couldn't move around without help. The overall ordeal made her feel anxious and depressed. Dawn, the palliative care nurse, worked closely with Amy for many months, managing the side effects to make sure she could complete the full treatment regimen. Equally important, she made sure that Amy's emotional well-being was addressed. 
I had um, pretty severe diarrhea, um, vomiting, um, could not eat at all. I mean, the only thing I could really eat was maybe a popsicle, a yogurt here and there. So I was losing a ton of weight, pretty much 10, 10 pounds per month. I um, couldn't walk, uh, couldn't, could barely get anywhere without help. Uh, so I stayed in on my couch for those three months. I could not really do anything at all. It didn't help that I was on um, uh, painkillers. So that was causing a whole lot of other problems, constipation. Um, and then I would go from constipation to diarrhea. So trying to get that balanced out with the um, medicines was complicated, but they had kind of given me a schedule on when to take everything. I didn't see an end to it at the time. Um, I was able to get on some antidepressants and anti-anxieties per my palliative care team. They said I should try to get on them because it might make me feel better. And it, and it did mentally, emotionally. Physically, I was still down in the dumps, but I believed that there was going to be a way to get out of that. The length of time that a palliative care team stays involved with each patient varies based on each person's needs. Initially, Amy's connection to her palliative care nurse, Dawn, involved twice weekly home visits and then once a week for about six months. Later, when new medical problems arose, Dawn was called back. Amy describes how this worked for her. I determined that I really didn't need them anymore because I was functioning normal and I felt good. So they, um, I called them off. And they, they, they kind of filled out a paperwork to say, yes, I was functioning. So they kind of graduated me is what they called it. Then, unfortunately, I broke my femur and had to go in the hospital to get a, a pin or a rod installed. So they installed the rod. And when I came back home, my palliative care team came with me. So <laughs> they... Um, came again for about three weeks until I was able to um, at least get up and use a walker to get around. In October of 2019, I started having problems with my leg and the doctor couldn't really tell what was wrong with it until about February, March of 2020. I had broken the rod. Um, don't ask me how, have no idea. I didn't do anything to break it. Um, but in May of 2020, I ended up having to have a partial hip replacement and my palliative care team came back <laughs> for about two weeks. One of the keys to palliative care is understanding each person's goals, what matters most to them and what they want to be able to do. This often guides how the team will help someone who is living with serious illness. For Amy, it meant something positive to work towards. My biggest goal was to get upstairs to, to take a shower. And, and to be, you had to rely on other people to help you to clean yourself um, was pretty tough for someone who's pretty independent, which I was. My second goal was to get on my bike and ride my bike. And I'm getting there. Again, this was discussed right off the bat with the palliative care team on what my goals were. And um, I had determined that by September of 2019, I would be back on my bike. And 
I was, it did, it did happen. <laughs> and, um, to make it to it, to, to make it to that point to where I could actually move around again and function. It was a wonderful feeling and my palliative care pushed me all the way. Having palliative care, along with her cancer treatment, and at other points to support her through several medical complications, made a huge difference in Amy's ability to live well with lung cancer. At the end of her initial treatment, testing showed that her cancer involved what's called a specific gene mutation, one that can be managed with a new targeted therapy, a pill that she takes daily. Thankfully, it doesn't cause side effects. She's regaining her stamina and increasing her activities. She's even hoping to return to work. Amy hopes others with cancer or other serious illness hear her story and ask their doctors about palliative care. To that end, she shares her experiences with lung cancer with those who are newly diagnosed through online groups, where she advocates for palliative care. With the help of palliative care, I was able to get back into riding my bike and now, as of today, I'm able to ride my bike at least 10 miles a week. I'm able to hike. I'm able to walk. I'm able to walk my dog again. And I'm actually thinking about going back to work. And that will make a huge difference. The thing is, palliative care, they have seen a lot of different things. They understand what you're going through. They help you with anything you need. Um, but for me, it was the whole emotional support. I needed it at that time, and they were there for that. Um, your family can do so much, but they're not going through it, and they haven't seen it in most cases. So to have someone who is familiar with the whole, the whole process uh, worked out very well. And it, it gave you something to look forward because they're attitude was really positive and it helped me maintain my positivity. Palliative care is important to me and I feel that um, it would be important to others if they actually know what it is intended for. To learn more about palliative care and how it can help you or someone you love who is living with any kind of cancer or other serious illness, visit getpalliativecare.org. You can also check out the palliative care provider directory, which lets you search for a palliative care provider in your area and by setting. This episode was narrated and produced by Nick Ciavada.